This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everybody to Hands Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about Enter the Dragon. Starring Bruce Lee, John Saxon, Jim Kelly. I don't think it's the quarterback from the Buffalo Bills, but I might I could be wrong. Um Directed by Robert Klaus. That sounds made up. And written by Michael <laughs> Allen. Let us let us not forget about Bolo Young. Okay. Oh yeah. The great He's Bolo on the Young. List. All right. This movie came out in 1973. Oh wow, that was a question. I thought this came out in the 80s. All right. No. No, man. Did the, did the uh the the afros and the and the funk music not give it away, Jeff? No, I think obviously it doesn't make sense cuz it that it came out that late, but just I remember this always being on TV, I guess as a kid. So ah. I, I assumed it was like around that time. But yeah, this is before even I was born. Holy crap. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, this is your film, so lead us off here. All right. I love this film ever since I was a kid. I think this is the first ever martial arts film I ever saw, and it just got me hooked on, well, every kung fu movie that I could get my hands on, especially Bruce Lee when I was a kid. So uh, my number seven is this movie made wait, a... Wait, wait. Before we get to our list. Jesus Christ, <laughs> Alex. What? <laughs> Well, usually be jump right in. Wow, how did I? Well, see yeah, it? you said start us off, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, what's your history with this movie, Scott? Um, my number seven, <laughs> <laughs> similar similar to what Alex was saying. Uh, this is you know You're not seminal the theater. Yeah, I did not see this in theater. <laughs> yeah, uh, this is uh, <laughs> this is seminal kung fu. Uh, you know, something that made its way west. Um, this is well before. The, uh, I guess even Jackie Chan of the world, the Jet Li's, uh, yeah. Donnie Yen, uh, kind of pioneered, uh, bringing this, this whole genre to West. And, uh, I have a little bit more to say about that. But yeah, this is classic, probably the, the best Bruce Lee movie for my money. Yeah, and I'll be the same thing, you guys. This is this is the movie I remember watching as a kid. Although, all the time, like I said, I'd go to my, my dad would be watching it, my friends' dads would be watching it, go to, but I didn't remember anything when I got... Well, it was a couple things, but it was pretty weird to have watching it so much as a kid, and now, like, ugh, I don't remember this. But, yeah, same thing. This is To me, this is Bruce Lee. Um, all right, well, Alex, now lead us off with your number seven. All right. Number seven is... This movie starts off pretty strong. Uh, you, it, it starts with just the logos of the company and then just movie. There's no... The, the intro and the um, opening title sequence comes in later, which I love. Which is pretty awesome, but the thing that always caught my eye was the black diapers that Bruce Lee and the other guy are fighting with. That's my number seven as well. Yeah, <laughs> it's like look at those oversized boxing gloves, but they're like uh, they have individual fingers almost, and the yeah. boots and the black diapers. So, so I I didn't have I didn't think any of that was weird. Until the guy started doing backflips, <laughs> the the chubby guy started doing backflips. Yeah, I was like, yeah, "What the fuck?" Pulled a Belushi. <laughs> a Belushi. Yeah. So strong start. It's a very good, very good way to start the movie. Take notes. 
future filmmakers like diapers. It works. Diapers. <laughs> yeah, I would say maybe we're a little bit more down there. <laughs> no way, maybe less. Don't hide your light under a basket. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, my number seven, I'll go next. It's the same thing. My thing was skimpy shorts. Um, I don't know if I liked it as much as Alex liked it, but it was definitely something that caught my attention. It was, like, it was, oh. it was less than shorts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they weren't quite Speedos, and they weren't quite shorts. There it is. Same as Alex. Scott, number seven. Uh, number seven was that uh, I, I wonder if they changed this in subsequent uh, releases, perhaps, but that was really weird uh, seeing John Saxon get top billing next to Bruce Lee. Uh, you know, I, I haven't really looked into it at all, but I'm assuming the whole idea was that uh, they still didn't want like this this Asian guy to headline a movie, so they had to yeah. throw they had to throw Whitey up there to go along with him. Um, and to be fair, John Saxon does get a lot to do in this movie. Yeah, um, but it's still this is obviously Bruce Lee's movie. Um, he's he's the one doing all the ridiculous fight stuff. I mean Saxon. I mean, again, it's serviceable here. Um, he does a pretty good job when he's not being stunt doubled and all that. Um, and he and he kind of brings like a uh, like a twist on James Bond, uh, more of a just kind of dickish James Bond, I guess. Uh, and a lot more to say about the Bond stuff, but uh, yeah, just it's it was. I, I think my overall rambling point here is that it was sad that that he didn't get top billing. We yeah. did get top billing, just not well, well, billing. Right, well, right. Yeah. Not standalone. Not like Schwarzenegger or Stallone. It was two yeah. people. Yeah, yeah. His name was first, though. Yeah, but still, it just I don't know. It just kind of bothered me. No, I get you. I get you. Um, this guy reminded me of, like, the 70s uh, George Clooney. Uh, what else is this <laughs> guy in? He kind of looks like him. Um, So he was the villain in something... Probably ER. Let me put, put the IMDb. In the 70s, so it was, uh, <laughs> I don't know, General Hospital. Oh, he was the he was the dad in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, you're right. The cop, yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's what he was. Yeah, okay. That was his, Good I think pull. that was his other big. Good pull, yeah, because I knew I recognized this guy from something. Cool. All right, Alex, number six. My number six is something that I didn't catch. Uh, when I was younger, but it was a bit of foreshadowing at the very beginning of the movie when Bruce Lee's talking to his master, and he's they're talking philosophy back and forth, which is pretty cool. And then the master tells him really something really important, and he tells him the enemy is just an image. To destroy your enemy, you have to destroy the image. Huh? Which makes no fucking sense until it literally plays itself out at the yep. end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so there's mirrors everywhere. <laughs> That's right. So, like, most of that stuff, it's like, okay, I can kind of see that from, like, a philosophical, like, if you're fighting somebody, that's the mental state. But the the whole thing about your enemy being an illusion and breaking the illusion doesn't make sense. Like, wouldn't it just be better to punch him in the face? <laughs> punch his illusion in the face, Michael. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> illusion. All right. Um, my number six is... It's just, it's cool, but it's, I'm going to give it a little bit of negative. I think it's just the product of the times. He had a bunch of awesome, like, how do I write this? Off-screen death stomps. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
He would jump in the air to be slow motion. Heck, and then he keeps doing a death kill. Giving the death blow, as Kramer would say. And, uh, <laughs> oh, man, I'm missing the death blow. And not just <laughs> him, either. Yeah, it was all off screen. Yeah, yeah, other guys did it, too. But no, I know I just, I guess they didn't want to show it. I don't know. Yeah, I was upset. it was probably too gruesome. People stepping on necks and stuff. All right, well, that, that, I have to give it a negative. It was cool, but then didn't, it started out well, didn't end well. Negative. Because then he'd stomp down and then do that twist. Yes. And you'd hear the bones cracking. It's like, oh, that guy's dead. Did he hear bone cracks? Everything is a crack or a smack or a... Every time somebody hits the ground, it was that... Sound effect. Like bricks being dropped in the ground. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Real quick, educate me on Bruce Lee. Is this one of his last movies or no? Yes, I think he did this, and then he was starting to film, after this was wrapped up, he started to film uh, Game of Death. Right, yeah. Yeah, this was his first kind of Western film, too. Mm-hmm. So he and he died while making Game of Death. Or no? Yes. Yes. Okay. Because there's actually just a couple of fights where, where real Bruce Lee <laughs> was in the movie, the scenes that he got finished. The rest of the movie is just... A guy that doesn't look like him at all with a cheap beard. Is that, <laughs> is that the one with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Yeah. yeah. And which one's Mark for Death? Is that the one with Jean-Claude Van Damme? No, no Mark, Mark for Death Steven is Seagal. With, oh, with, yeah. the, with the evil Jamaicans. Yeah. Damn it. Screw face. Screw face. Wait, have we done that one yet? I, I want to say we might have. I, 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 I for sure wanted to at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Screw face. All right. It has uh, David Keith. Keith David. Can't remember. <laughs> Keith David. God damn it. Yeah. Damn it. I never get that. <laughs> um. All right. That was, I was going to add something to that, but I forgot it. So Scott, number six. <laughs> all right. Keep it moving along. Mm-hmm. So we we already mentioned him, but my number six is uh, a young Bolo Young. Uh, first time you ever got to see him, well, I got to see him in anything. Well, no, that's not true. So I remember seeing him in Bloodsport. Uh, as the main villain, uh, Chong Lee. Um, and then seeing this, I was like, oh my god, it's Chong Lee. Wow, you saw Bloodsport before this? Probably, yeah. Um, you're probably at the age where you knew, you started like putting that actors who actors are, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just seeing him like just a big dude, uh, yeah. just like, and and really, it, it's not just even being around the seventies, where pretty much all the people doing the fight in this movie are like one hundred and ten pounds. Uh, he's always like been that way. He's always been like an intimidating figure, and he just has the that look like he's built to be that that henchman, um, and uh, he does it well in this one. I actually like him better than the uh, the O'Hara character here. Because uh, the other character is just kind of cartoonishly like dickish, where uh, yeah, Bolo kind of does that that sneer thing, and I don't know, it just works. Uh, Who's the O'Hara character? That's Catherine? the yes, O'Hara. Sorry, O'Hara. Uh, that, that's the bodyguard with the scar. Oh yeah, that that guy, he yeah, fights yeah. that 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 Bruce Lee does one of his stomps on that you were just talking about, Jeff. Yeah, because he huh. killed his sister, right? No. 
Well, he was responsible for his sister's death, but he didn't kill her directly. Oh, essentially. Uh, well, that's weird, because I don't remember that guy at all, but I definitely remember... He's a white guy. Yeah, Scarface. Wow. How could you not... He's the one that gets the super cool slow motion... Well, I'll talk more about that later. But, uh... Anyways, Bolo Young. Uh, just cool to see a uh, guy has been in a bajillion movies. Uh, get to see him do some early work here. Mm-hmm. All right. Alex, number five. My number five is just the amazing just theme song. So cool once it finally starts playing. Awesome. I 70, love it. 70s funk. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely 70s definitely funk. Definitely 70s funk. Yeah. I wish Luke Cage would have showed up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Christmas. All right, um, my number five, and it's the Jackie Chan scene, which it's funny because I saw a video on this like a year ago, and I never knew Jackie Chan was in this movie. And there's that well, he's a he's a stunt guy, but I definitely picked him out when it happened. But also because I remember the scene from the documentary that I watched. But I throw it out there: seeing two legends kind of cross paths is pretty cool. And I have a little more to say about this later. Actually, no, I'll say about it now. Wait, do you guys anything else out of this? To Jackie Chan, yeah, mm. not really. <laughs> it's, it'll be just funny to pick him out. Yeah, yeah. So I this little thing I saw it was a uh, it's on the internet. And it's like it says the greatest Jackie Chan interview ever or whatever. And he's um he's doing an interview in English. And it's a little hard to understand, but he basically was talking about how he got to do that scene and how he met Bruce Lee. And just yeah, I'll maybe I'll post a link online or whatever. Basically, Bruce Lee accidentally punched in one scene. <laughs> And he fell to the ground. And Bruce Lee, I mean, the way Jackie Chan tells the story is hilarious. He's like, God, I'm a stunt guy. I got hit in the face every day. But when Bruce Lee asked if it was okay, I'd be like, oh, like rubbing my head, like I really hurt and stuff like that. <laughs> and then because of that, like he got put, he got more face time in movies and stuff like that. And his, you know, he got become like, you know, the number one stunt man or whatever. Just cool stories. And then one time, I think it was after this or, yeah, it was after this or during. Jackie Chan was going to go bowling. Apparently, he was like, like a great bowler or something. <laughs> and Bruce Lee like saw him. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I want to go bowling. And he's like, I was going to take the bus. And then Bruce Lee is like, oh, I want to come with you. So oh, now all of a sudden, I have to pay for a taxi. and not bringing Bruce Lee on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and then he went to the, the bowling lane, and he got a lane, and Bruce Lee just sat there and like watched. He wouldn't bowl. But like all the crowd was like, you know, gathering around because, you know, the height of Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan. The way he tells the story, he's just like, yeah, yeah, I know Bruce Lee. Yeah, Bruce Lee and I are good buds. Just get away, get away, get away. <laughs> Hearing him tell the story is hilarious. So maybe I'll add it to the to Twitter or something. But that's my number five. Jackie Chan and the Bruce Lee movie. Alex, Scott, Scott, number five. Number five, uh, speaking of 70s. If not so much of the funk, uh, there, there's definitely a heavy exploitation influence here. Those all uh, the '70s exploitation films, yeah. uh, and the the part with the sister, um, a little clunky, um, especially compared to like all the shit uh, uh, Bruce Lee's doing in this movie. Um, but yeah, the sister fights off this gang until she finally gets cornered. Um, mm-hmm. But rather, I, I really liked that. Rather than going the whole like. Oh, they're gonna. There's there's gonna be like this kind of uncomfortable off-screen rape, and and that's gonna be his motivation, and this other guy's gonna get killed for it. 
But instead, she just takes her own life, and I thought that was actually kind of novel. Um, not that I enjoyed seeing her kill herself, <laughs> but uh, I thought it was actually a, like a, a nice uh, bit of uh, uh, character exposition. Y- yeah, story. Y- yeah, it gets a little. It tells like a little about the sister. Um, it doesn't become as much of a cliche. Um, cause yeah, he's after vengeance, but not for something that horrible. Um, and it kind of, ah, it's pretty horrible. No, it's flip. Well, it could have been worse is all I'm saying. Um, uh, then the, uh, and it kind of flips the whole exploitation thing on its head where that's all, all seventies. There was a lot of that shit going on. And that was like the, the plot points for things. Um, mm-hmm. and they kind of flip that around and, and looking at you, death wish. <laughs> and I like that. So, uh, yep. The, the sister offering herself. And it is also pretty brutal. Just yeah. in and of itself. Because I didn't remember yeah. that when I when I sat down to watch it again. And uh, and she picks up the glass. It's like, oh. It's hardcore. Another movie we did recently, Old Boy, Sister Offs Herself. That's right. Mm-hmm. There it is. All right, Alex, number four. My number four is the just the little bits with the tournament. It's so cool. And Bolo Young. When it comes up. And O'Hara has to fight, and all the guys have to fight. It was just—it was the first time I've seen a movie like this, so that blew me away. It's like, holy shit, are these things real? Can I watch it on TV somewhere? <laughs> There's barely a tournament, though, in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I know. What are you going to do? Yeah. This is before the, the montage. Mm-hmm. But you guys keep saying O'Hara. i got to look this guy up. Who's... Oh, that guy. Okay, okay, okay. He kept saying his name weird. He's like, O'Hara. Yeah. O'Hara, um, Mark. It's an actor, Robert <laughs> Wall. <laughs> um, yeah, the tournament, the tournament aspect was cool. Like, So uh, this is a little bit later on my list, too, but I'll just bring it up now. It's like, like I said, I don't remember the whole beginning. Like you mentioned her killing herself. I don't remember any of it. What I really remember is all the stuff, the tournament stuff outside in that courtyard and then leading up to the the spoiler the mirror scene at the end like spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> like i i think i swear to god whenever i watch this the, the, whoever's house i would go and they would just fast forward to the end of the movie or something because that's all i remember is just them in that courtyard and the yellow geese and the white geese fighting and then bruce lee and his stuff and just always out there and then eventually with the guy with the claw and then in the mirrors like it was just weird it's not really stuck in my or it's not good that that was what I remembered. It's probably more what it was. It's like, oh, this part's boring. Get to the fighting already. <laughs> um, all right. So it's on to my number four, which will yes. be, I might as well say it. Courtyard is memorable since I just talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, all that stuff. Just, yeah, I, that's really like when I watched this movie, it's like, that's the guy. I'm like, oh, wait. There's the old, some guys wear yellow geese, and but Bruce Lee doesn't wear it. He wears his black stuff. I'm like, yeah. And then, no. So there it is, Bruce Lee, fighting. And I liked how I didn't remember this, but with um, God, now I want to call him Tom Hagen, but that's the wrong movie. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> the dad from uh, Nightmare on Elm Coach. Street. Oh, how he, <laughs> how he's Roper him the, John Sykes. him and and the other guy the the. The black guy, I don't know his name. In this Williams. Movie. Williams. Yeah. When they're conning, you know, they're they're pulling the old uh, 
Jesus Christ, con on these guys, and he's taking all the hits. The next thing you know, it kicks him butt. That was cool. I liked it. Straight to the groin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> straight to the groin. Oh, hey. my groin. A win's a win. Wait, that's Jim Kelly? Yeah, he's definitely not the quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> what makes you say that? <laughs> all right, Scott, number four. Okay. Uh, so number four is actually Jim Kelly. Uh, all right. That is got to be so. I'm I'm by no means an expert. Um, I was I was just talking about exploitation films, but uh, I'm no by no means an expert on black exploitation films or or just films from the '70s in general. But that is one of the most amazing afros <laughs> to is. ever be captured on film. Mm-hmm. Um, so the funny thing is, I hadn't seen this movie in quite a while, and uh, I I for some reason I remembered him being super tall, but. It, He's not that. He's not that tall. He's like six two. It's just that the afro adds <laughs> a <Yeah>. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cool. Uh, like the whole uh, like they mix in um, again the, the exploitation stuff, um, and that was really cool. That they they had this this black character and to kind of round things out. Um, and he has uh, one of my favorite lines in any movie ever. Oh, with, here it comes with the man. You're out of a comic book. What'd you think I was gonna say, Alex? No, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, he's smooth, and then he has the awesome scene where he, he chooses like was it four or five of the girls? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was such a good scene. Um, uh, and uh, let me let me get one of my honorable mentions out of the way now. Um, this is so sometimes I, I watch these movies at work on my breaks um, over like the course of a couple days or whatever. Um, this is the second one where I got caught off guard by the nudity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of a sudden, there were titties on screen. And, like, <laughs> I'm no longer in my, my weird little corner where nobody can see what I'm watching. Yeah, uh, I can see straight to your desktop. So, like, I had to, <laughs> like, I had to, like <laughs> hit, hit the eject button. Um, oh, wait, shit. Uh, wait, were you Milton before in your weird little corner? Basically. Oh, man. Um, <laughs> And the, the 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 funniest thing about it to me, anyways, is that the first time this happened was was when I was watching Return of the Dragon. <laughs> oh, that's right. I went to the uh, the Italian call girl. Yeah. Egg. I'm like, God damn it, Bruce! You got me twice. <laughs> His name is Bruce. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so didn't catch me by surprise. I mean, it did, but I was hoping. I was rooting for it. I felt like I was. <laughs> Please show something. The, the whole yes. time, like I was like, I've 70s. seen this movie a few times. Like, there's no nudity. I'm safe. And then all of a sudden, like, she's like jumping him down on his back, and you like see the shirt fly open. I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I like minimize it, and I open up back again, up again, and it's flipped over the other screen. And the, like, girls bent over the bed. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Hitting the... Meanwhile, people in your office, and that shifty guy that you sit in the corner is now watching. He's out there watching. He's out there watching porn. Asian porn. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, Jim Jim Kelly was cool. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, I don't mention was him picking out the girls. I, that was a, that was a good scene. Now, Alex, number three, and his name is Williams. <laughs> well, let it. me say that again. <laughs> number three is Han. Such a cool villain. There's a lot of firsts for me in this movie, and he's like a villain that has interchangeable. Like hands and stuff. It's like, oh, this guy's like an action figure. <laughs> yeah, he had the Vega hand. He had the Vega hand. He had the bear claw. Yeah. He had the red, just the metal hand. The claw. 
Did he have the Buster Bluth claw? No, I don't think he did. I'm a monster. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. So yeah, Han Han's very cool. Uh, I love. This was also kind of a, a in a way, a take on James Bond. Uh, if you really think about it, that's pretty much who Bruce Lee is in this movie. Yeah, uh, he does a lot of Bond stuff, except he doesn't bang any chicks. <laughs> that gets left to other characters for some reason. Um, but yeah, Han, Han is basically a Bond villain. He's got this nefarious scheme. He, uh, Bruce Lee's got to go into cover, and then he's got the the Bond gimmick. In this case, he has the replaceable hand. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Which leads to my number three. This feels like an old James Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this stuff when he's like uh, sneaking around and everything. Um, and the music. What it was, it's like, I haven't even seen many old... It doesn't feel like a modern day Bond. Even by modern day, I don't even... What's the Remington Steel guy at on? I don't know if I, but it feels more <laughs> like a Brazen, Sean Connery. In Goldeneye. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I have. It's just, I was watching it. I'm like, oh, man. The only thing I thought was stupid is when he's... So he gets the rope and he goes down. And he almost gets caught, right? And he goes back up. And then the next day he goes down the exact same spot. <laughs> You think they would have like doubled their efforts and put more guards there? Well, no, all the all, all the guards got killed, so they were they weren't able to pass on the information. Uh, they just yeah. put a, no, they just put a snake there instead. That was their uh, deterrent. Yeah, it didn't mm-hmm. work out as well. But yeah, everything <laughs> you already said. just slapped that snake. <laughs> yeah, smack. You're dead. Uh, oh, you're knocked out now. But yeah, he felt like James Bond. The 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 bottom the basement layer felt definitely like a Bond layer. Even they had the little pit there. They had the that William strung up up and dropped into the, which I don't know was that supposed to be like a thing full of sharks with lasers on their heads or something? What the hell? Yeah, the ton of hot chicks around for no reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you yeah, said, yeah, Han definitely felt like a a Bond villain. So that's my number three, Scott. All right, uh, my number three is uh, now that we've established that Jeff knows who this guy is. Uh, the 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 O'Hara fight uh, where Bruce finally gets to get at least part of his revenge. Um, it's a very very one sided fight, um, and I'm not quite sure what what my favorite part of it is because there's like at least three or four things that are fucking awesome. Uh, I, I always did like in this movie how they start off the the bouts by putting like the outside of their wrists together and then engaging, and Bruce just moves so fucking fast or Lee. It should say, <laughs> Lee moves yeah. so fast that O'Hara can't do anything about it. I um, mean, you really, like, the camera could barely pick up on it. Uh, so you wonder how hard he was actually hitting him. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that was cool. Um, when he does the slow motion kick and sends him flying, like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, like, it wasn't going that fast in in, in full speed. And he was ready for it, and he wasn't really trying to hurt him, but fuck, he still had to hit him pretty hard. <laughs> props props to uh, Robert Wall for, <laughs> for taking that kick to the chest like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's bowling, bowling pin sounds. Arliss was in this? Hmm. Robert Wall, not Wool. Oh. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> Good call, Alex. King of the Wicker <laughs> People. Batman. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, that's... Sorry, especially that kick when he hits him, and then you can see his leg extend too, and he just shoves him into the rest of the crowd. That's awesome. Uh, and then finally, the the coup de gras 
after <laughs> for some reason he breaks a couple bottles and tries to charge him with it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'd be better off swinging the bottles at him without breaking yeah. them. But uh, anyways, uh, yeah, when he does the final stomp, just that slow motion and like the close-up with him going, Whoa! just like the quintessential Bruce Lee. He's so cool. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the, the O'Hara fight, the, although calling it a fight is, <laughs> yeah, uh, the beat down. Yeah, it's rather one-sided. Yeah. yeah. It's now I'm trying to remember that's the guy at the very beginning of the, when they're on the boat that he so starts bullying everybody, right? No. And then Bruce Lee puts him on the boat. Or nope. Is that a different guy? Completely different guy. Oh man. It's the other white guy. So, so that, so that other white guy, um, it's the one that Williams beats in his first match. Handily. Okay. Uh, little known trivia: that guy from uh, that you guys were talking about from Ender's Dragon is actually the dad from the guy from On Deadly Ground that Steven Seagal beats up. Funk dad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what dad that. Thanks, Alex. Same universe. All right, Alex, number two. Uh, my number two is just the Hall of Mirrors fight. So just fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Just everything about it. And it's like, there's no way Han can beat Bruce Lee in a straight-up fight, so he resorts to trickery. Yeah? Yeah. Awesome. He's got a bunch of hands on display and everything. Han has a bunch of hands on display. <laughs> yeah. Hand. And he's still, still established as at least... And a Chewie in there somewhere. <laughs> he's still been established as at least one of the... At least, if not the second best fighter, like, like close to it on the island, because mm. he because he whips upon Williams. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got that middle hand. He does have whips on Williams. All right, um, my number two is the same exact scene, the mirror scene, and that, that mainly because that's what I remembered. But it is really cool rewatching it. I really enjoyed it. Um, this is one of the lines that I remember. I didn't. I wasn't sure which line happens in which movie, but you know, you just honored my family, and yeah. the Shaolin Temple. Yeah, it's this one. Yeah, it's this. Yeah. Uh, that's so good. You yeah, have like, dishonored I just, I... my family and the Shaolin Temple. <laughs> this is like weird cadence as he says it. Yeah, uh, it's great. Um, and then the whole thing and the, the claw. Except the things I remembered was the courtyard, the mirror scene, and the bad guy had a claw. And that, that all came together at that end. I was like, yes. Um, so that's it. Oh, and the one thing I wanted to add, I forgot to mention the courtyard scene. When, um, so when the kind of battle starts happening in the courtyard scene and uh, the girl goes and like frees all the, the slaves or whatever they were from their cages and all of a sudden they run out onto the field and there's that one shot of them like coming through the little narrow door. That, I mean, Quentin Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino ripped that off exactly in Kill Bill. Like, <laughs> I've seen this shot before, and it's yeah. them. It's a bunch of people like coming through this one little door. I was like, ah, oh, so cool. Um, that's all I have to say about that. Scott, number two. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so my number two is uh, just the man himself, Bruce. Um, carrying this movie. Uh, does some rad shit. Um, is clearly like the best like martial artist like Hooray. captured in a film. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it can't be stated enough. Like how, <laughs> how sad it is that, that that was pretty much it for him. Um, who, uh, yeah. who knows what kind of like, you know, just hitting his prime, 
what what movies could have brought West? Uh, just the kind of rip shit action that you know we might have like also saw as kids. Um, you know, to to the point where we'd be talking about him the same breath as as Arnie and uh, Stallone and things like that. You know, what's next? Type deal. Expendables three. Yeah, Expendables that's why four. it's better to die young. I mean, yeah, I guess. I guess. Young. I mean, I guess he did go out on top, but yeah, not that young. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just thirty two. Yeah, yeah. Most of these guys don't like aren't famous over here until they're like almost in their forties. Like Donnie Yen is like fifty something, and he's just starting to break out over here. Um, yeah. Not that he, but I mean, like he probably didn't care that much about it. You know, he's always done Hong Kong, but Jet Li too wasn't like all that young before he became kind of a household. What about Jet Li one? What? <laughs> so what about Jet Li one? The one. Oh yeah, that's right. The one. That was not one of his better movies. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, just so like he. Sorry, he broke out here. I think with Batman, right? And Green Hornet as Kato. If I look here, that's 66, 67. That's the first thing I see on here that... Yes, so that, I mean, that's mm-hmm. kind of what he started doing. American. Right, yeah. right. And, and he still he wasn't the... movies in Hong Kong. Yeah, but he still wasn't, like, the, the star of that show. Yeah, yeah. When he should have been. Mm-hmm. And then, according to IMDb, this is his last film. This, he died in the same year he made this. So I don't... Maybe he's not credited in the, the one you were talking about. Tower of Death? Or Game no. of Death? Game of Death, because he's not credited, at least on IMDb. Huh. Maybe he started filming that movie before, and then he stopped to do Enter the Dragon, and then he was going to finish it later? Oh. Yeah, I don't see it. But I know, I know Game of Death came out after Enter the Dragon. Yeah. yeah I, is I it... should put it on my list, because the fucking <laughs> it's so terrible. It's double. <laughs> Awful. Anyways. <laughs> no, so Game of Death 78, and he died in 73. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe it's just, yeah, they got some lost footage or something, and they just splice it in there to make a sale. I don't know. Interesting. All right, sorry to interrupt with that. Yep, so, yeah, yeah Bruce, number Bruce is number two. All right, Alex, number one. My number one is just all the martial arts in this movie. Are spectacular. It's amazing. There's no wire fighting. There's no CG. There's nothing. It's just stunt people and, you know, Bruce Lee doing all this shit and choreographing it to a T. It's amazing. Yeah, so is he is he the choreographer of these movies too? Or is he a pawn and some, like, you know, whooping type guy? Or so, so I don't think he was no. ever part of, like, the... Yeah, like... The yeah the the Wilping I forget what it's called exactly but the like you're saying I don't think he was ever part of that so he just did his own stuff or like I'm sure he inspired guys like Wilping and other stuff to come along like I don't know just do what he does <laughs> yeah be like Lee by the way he was born in San Francisco I didn't know that yeah oh well, there it is. Mm-hmm. Like I knew he, was, I knew he was American, like, but I thought it was like uh, he became a citizen or something. All right, uh, my number one is Bruce Lee. Uh, you just, uh, I, I've only seen a few Bruce Lee movies, and every single one, 
I guess I feel like it's something like I didn't really I watched him as a kid, but not really. And I just you, he's a legend, though, right? He's the guy that I think everyone even today kids are going to know this guy, and he just mm-hmm. and he lives up to that. Um, and so every time I watch one of his movies, it feels like it's it's like an honor to watch him and how good he is. And I think we mentioned this when we did the other movie. Like I wonder, like he looks great, but like now if you were to put him versus. Chet Lee or Donnie Yen, like you say now, like there is there are they comparable or is is it not? I wish we could see stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's because yeah, back in the seventies they had to film. Well, people weren't used to you know all the action sequences that we have in modern day, so he had to be they had to be like a little bit more telegraphed and they had to sh- staged in a certain way so that people could tell exactly what was happening, but still be amazed at how fast he was moving. So. It was just, yeah, a different way of filmmaking, but I think Bruce Lee could have held his own. I like to think so, too. Yeah. Um, I, mean, he right, well. I mean, he doesn't do any double punches in this, but... <laughs> you don't know. See, he's so fast that you only see one punch. Uh, yeah. yeah. Scott up a good point. I'm going to take him off my number one list now. No, <laughs> no double punches. <laughs> no balls head. <laughs> Well, when he does the stomp, he could be doing a ball's head stomp. You never know. Oh, he could be double fit, double foot. So double yeah. fist. All right, yeah. he's back. Number one. All right. Um, and he takes good scratches across his face and body and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so there it is. Bruce Lee, the man, the legend. Uh, uh, Scott, number one. Okay. Um, but before I get my number one, just real quick, looking through uh, various credits. So... According to IMDb, Bruce Lee is credited as fighting sequences stager. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, stunt coordinator is actually Sammo Hung. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a that's a big. Jeebus, that big guy's name. been around forever. Yeah. And that guy is definitely part of the. Uh, I forget what they call it like the the Peking Opera, or whatever. But yeah, just basically like the like what you were talking about, Jeff, like the 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 Wushu stunt teams. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of his deal. Um, I don't know the name. But I just know whenever I watch a behind-the-scenes video, like this Wu Ping and his guys were like always behind it. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah. um, so, anyways, uh, my number one is uh, the the mirror fight. Uh, I think I think we pretty much covered everything. Uh, I don't know if we mentioned the licking of the blood, which was rad. Oh, Bruce Lee does that in all those movies too. Oh, he does it again here. Yeah, and it's worth mentioning. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Um, Makes you wonder, like, if in real life, if like, <laughs> if you were ever in that situation, <laughs> whatever you were fighting gave you enough time to stand there and lick your blood like that. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think I would do it. I'd say, you made me bleed my own blood. Yeah. So yeah, number one mirror fight. Uh, mirror. Right. Ah, more Batman jokes. All right. So let's rank it. Uh, we rank it from a scale of one to seven. One being poop, seven being perfect. Alex, give it a rating. Uh, this is my first ever martial arts film. Always will always have a special place in my heart, and I can watch it like whenever, almost as often as Star Wars. I could watch this movie, so I'm gonna have to give it a six. Okay. Um, I. As much as I liked in the rest of the movie, a little, but I still like it. It's a childhood favorite, so for this, it'll be a five for me. 
Uh, just because it's a little dated for me. And I, I, I don't know. For some reason, I, I found myself a little bored like halfway through the movie. The last half picks up. The first half, I wasn't feeling it so much. Mm. Scott. Uh, top tier Kung Fu movie. Uh, definite six. I'm not quite a seven because there are a few uh, martial arts movies that I enjoy more. Uh, but yeah, a six for me. Solid six. Okay. All right, uh, now we get into our crossover list, oh, re- which is real quick. Uh, just yeah. a couple quick HMs here, uh, honorable mentions. Um, <laughs> sorry, HMs, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, it's actually a Pokemon thing. If you really want me to get technical, Jeff. Oh God. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, my first being the the fake sumo wrestling that's going on during the feast. <laughs> like, <laughs> like how how did anybody like think that, or why did Han think that was cool? Because they're not actually sumo fighting. Or wrestling, sumo wrestling, sorry. Because um, if they were, somebody would have been thrown out of the ring at some point. But they just, like, fake it for, like, I don't know, the whole four hours people were there eating. <laughs> it seemed ridiculous. Uh, and we just thought that's what, well, yeah, this is what sumo wrestling is. And yeah. the guys were just picking up so. an easy paycheck. When the, conning when, Han. When the gong is, is rung, uh, they, they stop and just, like, basically hugging each other in the middle of the room for that whole five minutes. <laughs> the rest of that scene plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's that, and then uh, O'Hara... And right before he fights Lee, he takes the board with him and then punches it right before they fight and breaks the board. Like, if someone did that to me in real life, I would laugh. Like, yeah, I would probably be getting my ass kicked right after that. But I don't, I don't find that very intimidating. I think, I think the science is out on the board punching. Like, you don't have to be a martial arts master to do that shit. Yeah. Just yeah, saying. that's true. Just, Wait, did he hold it out with one hand? Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, that's just a, a feat of strength, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So, anyway. Mm-hmm. My, My honorable mention, real quick, is the Kentucky Fried Movie, which is the last half of that movie. <laughs> it's just a giant spoof of Ender the Dragon, and it's freaking hilarious. The guy that plays Han, the the Han equivalent in that movie, has interchangeable hands, but he can also just take off his head entirely, and it's a flamethrower instead. Oh, gold. What's the the other villain butt kiss? Butt kiss. <laughs> Jeeves, I haven't seen it in so long. Probably. I just remember when he's running when he's running away in slow motion. <laughs> he goes, Oh fuck. Anyway. Yeah, maybe. I know a transmission gets thrown on a guy. <laughs> it's like an automobile transmission. Yep, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm I'm reading up on Bruce Lee's death here, and uh, apparently while he was doing a dialogue recording for Enter the Dragon, he had a headache and collapsed. He was fine from that, but then pretty much died from the same thing a few months later. Um, but he's born. He's he's buried right next to his son, and his son died even younger, 28. Yeah. Oh God. Filming the crow. Yeah, I know. I just didn't know he was. First of all, I didn't know Bruce Lee was 32, and I didn't know Brandon Lee was 28. Oh, my God. Mm. Is his wife still alive? I can look that up later. Maybe. I know his daughter's still alive. Oh, he has a daughter, too? Okay, yeah. I thought he only had the one kid. Oh, cool. All right, well, that's time for a crossover list. Alex, what is it? It is uh, favorite tournaments in all of entertainment, since this is pretty much what introduced me to the martial arts tournament genre. All right. And my number five, I put this at number five because I don't know if this counts as a 
it doesn't have the usual tournament structure, but I think it is. Royal Rumble? WWF Royal Rumble? It's not really a tournament, but uh, or, go ahead, throw it on there. Or a movie or a TV or anything? In entertainment. It's entertainment. Okay. I allow that. Yeah. I'll allow it. Because I yeah. may have more wrestling on my list. <laughs> there it is. May, may, I, yeah. may I bring up the, uh, was it the 25th anniversary or the 30th? Where they had the the Royal Rumble, where they brought out like everybody that has ever been in wrestling. Jeebus. Do you know what I'm talking about, Jeff? I heard about it. Yeah, I didn't watch it or anything. It was it. like people came up, I never even heard of, like this guy called the Goon. <laughs> it's in a hockey jersey. Uh, yeah, I remember that guy. Wait, yeah. Um, but yeah, like the whole ring was filled, and like you know how the Royal Rumble works, where they they come out one at a time. Yeah. Um, to like they they made it so that like. All the jobbers came out first, and then uh, um, the very last... <laughs> the la- Bad News Brawler show up? Yeah. The, the, very, the very last guy to come out was Iron Sheik. And, oh, wow. damn. And he could barely walk. But uh, he, he, like, he had a cane with him, and he like took him forever to get to the ring, and he got there, and he got into the ring. Uh, I think somebody had helped him in there, I'm not sure. But uh, he basically hit a guy. There was like, one guy left, and he hit him over the head with the cane. <laughs> knocked him out of the ring and Iron Sheik won. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and the crowd went crowd went apeshit. Nice. Anyway, I wouldn't call Royal Rumble a tournament, but maybe somebody would. I don't know. A tournament is like you win a match and then you can move on and you win a match. Move on. That's what I think is a tournament, but eh, I'll give it to you. Mm. Thank you. I mean, because you kind of do. They used to, if you come in at the first round, like Shawn Michaels did in WrestleMania, or I don't know, and Royal Rumble. First one, first one entered, last one to leave. HBK. Damn. <laughs> All right. Um, my number now. I have a question on my number five. Uh-huh. Is mine's a video game? Is is WNBC. <laughs> Is Street Fighter a tournament? Oh, yeah. Damn it. It's, yes. It's absolutely a tournament. Yeah, it's my number two. Okay. Then Street Fighter. Because I have not always going to pick Mortal Kombat, which I know is a, ter- was a, is a tournament. But Street Fighter, was I love more. So. Okay. Street Fighter 2 yep. Hyper Fighting Turbo <laughs> Edition. I think it's my favorite. It's one where you play the bosses, right? Yeah, but also yeah. Hyper Fighting, so you can do, like, it was a little bit faster. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, the, the, so there was like this batshit insane like lore reasoning why they're having a tournament. It's basically so M Bison could like find the the best fighters and then like steal their power or some shit like that. I forget exactly how it worked. It yeah. made no sense. Anyway, it didn't make a sense to fly the fighters to different destinations instead of just having them all come to one place. But whatever. Yep. Japan. <laughs> USSR. <laughs> <laughs> Utsoi. I was like, Street Fighter was always my favorite. Mortal Kombat, I liked. I was just terrible at it. Street <laughs> Fighter, I was okay. Mortal Kombat, I was not good. It just looked better. I think that's why I liked it more. But uh, Street Fighter was my game. Team Star Kick. Um, Scott, number five. Okay. Number five is, uh, speaking of wrestling, and this might be on Jeff's list, list uh, No Holds Barred. Uh, Not on my list. Uh, starring Hulk Hogan, uh, Terry Hulk Hogan, sorry, and yeah. uh, <laughs> in it he plays Rip something, 
I forget his name. Torn. Yeah, yeah Rip Torn. I don't think it was Rip Torn. <laughs> uh, but anyways, they call him the Ripper. Rip Taylor. <laughs> Am I, uh, I'll go with that. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they they uh, staged the Battle of the Tough Guys. <laughs> and uh, basically all these dudes go around in different factories that like manufacture sparks, I'm not sure. And then uh, <laughs> yeah. they, they fight each other. And uh, the last guy left standing is Zeus. And the whole time Rip won't fight. But then he fights. <laughs> so yeah, uh-huh. this was a... Uh, this movie is fucking terrible, but as a kid in the '80s, it was awesome. I disagree, Scott. I never liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, when I was well, shit, when did this come out, I haven't liked it. But when I, when I was like ten, it was pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. I remember the hype for this thing, and they would advertise it during every wrestling event. And I remember we we didn't go to the movies to see, it, but we got it on with the, to warehouse or blockbuster or whatever. Oh, it you was. didn't go to Video Lotus. <laughs> No, we didn't go to Video Lotus. Oh. Or, or Video In or Mega Dollar Sign Video. Because Yogi's was right next door. You didn't go to Video Giant? <laughs> no. Yogi's? Why would I go to Yogi? That's too far. <laughs> no, it isn't. The warehouse was like right behind your house. Which is between our houses. Yeah, but it was more expensive. Video Lotus is like a dollar. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. my, parents are, my parents are paying, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. They would never let me go to Yogi's, though, because you have video games at home. I'm not paying for you to play video games somewhere else. <laughs> By the way, Yogi's was the local arcade when we were kids. Yeah, it was people, amazing. I'm sure most people have no idea what Yogi's They had, they had Super Mario 64. What? Okay. They did? Right, before the 64 even came out. Jeebus. They had, I don't They had, like, that. a demo thing for it, yeah. Wow. But I remember their, their token machine, you'd put in a dollar and you get five tokens. There you go. That's mm. value. Yeah, it's like when you go to David Buster's and you put in a dollar and you get a points. I don't know how much you think. Well, a dollar won't get yeah. you anything. You get, first of you, all, you get you get to play one fourth of Pac Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um. All right, I don't know whose turn it is. Uh, my turn. Oh wait, okay. no. We're in our fours. Scott, did you say number four? Yeah, yes. yeah. He said no holds barred. So yeah, you're number. Oh four. yeah, number four. Uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't add an anime in here. So I'm going to add the Naruto, the tuning exam, where the, these uh, tweens are kind of training to be uh, ninjas, but to get to the next level of training, they have to go into a tournament and fight each other in order to get, like, the best ones so they can graduate and become the next level of ninja. And that whole segment, it's like a block of, like, ten episodes or so. There's, It's just... Well, tournament well, ten, whole, well, like ten, ten actual, awesome. well, ten actual episodes, and then like thirty of filler. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I agree, Alex. It was pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Yeah, you remember that? that? No, I know. Yeah. Seen that. yeah. Okay. Is that with uh, Shigatoshi again or no? <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. Um, hey, now I can say Shohei. Yeah. Very good, Jeff. <laughs> I know two Japanese names, and they're pictures for the angels. All right, my number four comes from a television series um, called Game of Thrones. And it's weird because one's kind of shown. You don't see the whole tournament. It just It's going on. This is the honor Ned Stark becoming Hand of the King. And you got that whole thing, and one, the, one guy gets shanked in the neck. And then uh, the mountain chops off his horse after he loses to the Knight of Flowers. 
But the one I think more interesting, which you only hear about, is the one that kind of started the the rebellion, and that's the one with, uh, God damn it, Liana, Liana and Rygar. Yeah. Rygar, yeah, where he hands the flower to her instead of his wife, which kind of kicks off this whole rebellion thing. So I think that's cool, especially since it's, you just hear about it, you don't see it, and even in the books, which I've read that far, they don't. And maybe they do more in the later books, but. You just talk about it, right? Like you don't really know much about it, other than so. So the most, the most you hear about it. Um, God, how can I keep it short? Um, <laughs> Please keep it short. Yeah, the you get a story from one of the Miras, or not from the Miras. The um, Mir, Mir and George and Reed. Um, one of them tells a story about the tournament, um, and they talk about a, a Kranigman, one of the, like their the swamp people, <laughs> oh, yeah. shows up to this tournament to do stuff, and then like. Some knights are dicks to him, and then this mysterious knight shows up and beats ass. Um, and then some other small things happen, but it's implied that it was actually Lyanna Stark, like dressed in armor, that was like she's like apparently good fighting, good fighting or something. Oh um, wow! So she did one of those like switcheroos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, anyway, like like Brienne. But, yeah, kind of, or more like uh, well, not tournament, but. Awin in Lord of the Rings. There you go. I am no man. <laughs> yeah. anyway, I just thought that was, it was cool hearing the story and then how it kind of kicked off the whole rebellion thing. And then what you do see in the show in season one. <laughs> ah, too fat to fit in my own armor. Get the breastplate stretcher. <laughs> Bow your shits. Oh, yeah. I miss King Rob. Was it that Tyrion that said uh, if, if Robert uh, couldn't Fight it, drink it, or fuck it. He wasn't interested in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I think his brother says that. I don't remember who says that. You're right. Uh, I, I'm par- paraphrasing. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. All right, that's my number four. So, Scott. Okay, uh, so number four is a, uh, an NRA movie that came out a few years back. Uh, that's, that starred Joel Edgerton and Tom Hardy. A couple of Brits taking on jobs. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. it was called Warrior. Um, Wait, isn't Edgerton an Aussie? Is he an Aussie? I think so. Uh, I think so, mate. Okay, well. Same thing. He's, he's, he's still a foreigner. <laughs> um, yeah, cheers to that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, <laughs> no. supposed to hear that. <laughs> so, um, Nick Nopley's in this thing as like a crazy dad, crazy old man. Uh, it, was, it was kind of a stretch. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually, he says that very line like several times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so the movie basically uh, boils down to this uh, MMA tournament in Atlantic City. Um, and these two brothers, um, very different, taking very different paths in life, um, wind up meeting um, in the well, that's the thing. Why am I meeting in the tournament? Um, and uh, it's it, it was very well done. It's it's pretty much the best like movie based on real MMA that that I think's ever been done. Um, or yeah, best movie that's based on real MMA. I mean, not never back down. <laughs> no, not never back down. Oh. Not whatever that piece of shit with Channing Tatum was. Uh. Terrence Howard, I forget what that was. Magic Mike? It was not Magic Mike. Oh. Uh, yes, yeah, so if anybody hasn't seen this, I highly recommend it. Uh, it's good stuff. All right. And Tom Hardy, Tom Hardy grunts a lot in this. 
I confirm that he is from Australia. Okay. Isn't Tom Hardy from Australia too? No, Tom Hardy's a Brit for sure. Oh, he was in Mad Max. Pretty sure that makes him Australian. <laughs> I'm only kidding. I have no idea. Boy. Alex, number three. My number three is the All-Valley Karate Tournament. It's only your three? Yeah. Sorry, Holmes. Wow. Awesome. Okay. They have to sneak into the tournament. Miyagi steals a black belt. There it is. Mm-hmm. And he wins. All right, well, i got to hear what your number first two are, although you already said one was Street Fighter, so now i got to find out what your number one is. Uh-huh. Miyagi Dojo. Disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, R.I.P. Right. Kevin Serbo. <laughs> R.I.P. He's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> He's not actually dead. But still, R.I.P. Kevin Serbo. <laughs> All right. My number three... This is my WWF. Let me set the stage here, folks. Oh, shit. After an upset when Hulk Hogan beat Andre the Giant in WrestleMania 3, <gasps> he teams up with Ted DiBiase. On Saturday night main event, Hogan gets pinned, losing the belt to Andre the Giant. But there was controversy because Hogan's shoulder was definitely off the mat. Turns out DiBiase paid the referee, Earl Hepner's twin brother, to come in and do referee instead of the real Earl Hepner. <laughs> this is all true, Alex. This all happened. They paid so him Hogan... off. They paid him <laughs> off. So Hogan drops the belt to Andre. He immediately... Uh, Teddy Biasi buys the belt off of uh, Andre. And then the commissioner steps in and says, No, no, no. This isn't, this isn't right. And so now nobody has the belt. Yeah. So for WrestleMania 4, they had a tournament. To see who's going to win the WWF World Heavyweight Championship. And it's a great tournament. I don't remember all the details. All I know is that, oh yeah, Randy Macho Man drops the elbow, beats Ted DiBiase in the finals, and becomes the new champion with Miss Elizabeth at his side. I'm in a situation I'd rather not be in. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure I got a lot of those details wrong. That's how I remembered <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> I, I just like the idea that. <laughs> Andre can be bought off that easily. He's just like, yeah, yeah I have needs. <laughs> I'll take the money. <laughs> yeah, that, that part I'm not 100% sure. But it's something to do with Teddy Biasi buying the belt off him. And he definitely, Hogan had his shoulder up and Earl Hepner's twin brother. <laughs> the fact that the main referee in, in wrestling had a twin brother just lying around for shenanigans like this is hilarious. Yeah. Uh, you can't write this stuff. <laughs> yeah, you can't. <laughs> So yeah, WrestleMania 4. Uh, not the best WrestleMania, but the, the only one that I know of that was an actual tournament. Although by now there's probably just a bit that is a tournament that I don't know of, but I'm going back to my to the 80s. <laughs> Bye. <All right>. Bye. <laughs> Bye. 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 Scott, number two, three? Three. Two. Three. 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 Uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, in this case, the movie, not the, not the video game. Dun, 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 oh, okay. dun, dun. Uh, awesome soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> Life-changing soundtrack. Uh, yeah, it, it plays out as a tournament. Like, uh, it's actually a pretty faithful video game adaptation as far as all that goes. Yeah. They, they go to different locations around this weird island that they're on, and they all fight it out. And the whole point of it is not... So it, it's not just the backdrop, but it's like the whole point of like what they're supposed to be doing is someone has to win the tournament to, to save Earth, basically. Um, yeah, they they go through 
go through the whole progression, uh, including a, a rad cameo, well, not cameo, but a small part. Uh, by, I can't remember the guy's name. The guy that plays Lambert. Uh, Kano. Uh, oh, Kano. From ear to ear. And then he sold vacuum cleaners or something like that. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. Mortal Kombat. Is, is Mortal Kombat Wilson. still the best video game to movie adaptation? Uh, as far as staying faithful and still being entertaining, probably. Because I think others have tried to be faithful and have not been good. Yeah. Well, which ones haven't been faithful and have been good? I enjoyed I enjoyed the first Resident Evil. Okay, I'll give you that. I like yeah. the first Resident Evil too. Yeah. Also, yeah, which has <laughs> less tie tie-ins to the like the, the actual game, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. The Tomb Raider movies eh. have have not seen the, the latest one. Guess, yeah, we'll could leave the other the two. Yeah, for a newer one, it's it's all right, but eh. Did you guys ever see the Warcraft movie? I did. <laughs> How was it? Uh, it wasn't the worst thing that I've ever seen. Job's done. Yeah, zog zog. It was weird. In the, in the, it was weird. Like uh, all of a sudden, like the in the middle of the movie, um, the the sound goes off. <laughs> no. <laughs> and and I thought something was was wrong, so I started flipping with the volume, and all of a sudden this. Oh, this night that's in the middle of the screen turns to the camera and says, your sound card works perfectly. And then the action commences. If, all, if only they did that, it would be a good movie. Amazing. They don't have the uh, balls like, to do that. That's the THX sound that they sound at the beginning instead. Oh, that would be awesome. Your sound, sound card works perfectly. As it, yeah, as it whips around the room. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it was... Uh, again, not the worst. not the worst thing I've ever seen. I had high hopes for that, too. All right, Alex, number two. Street Fighter 2. Man, it's such a great game. Still, Which... I just recently played it again. We went to um, we went to the Redondo Yogi's. Beach Pier. Oh. We went to the arcade there, and they have a lot of old coin-ups. Cool. So, got to play that again. Awesome. So, what's your favorite version of Street Fighter 2? Dun, 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 mm, I have dun, dun, to say dun, dun, Super Street Fighter 2 because it had the new characters and everything. I got really good at that one. Uh, That's the one that cemented like the individual abilities for all the guys. Like Ken had that fire show Ryuken and uh, Ryu just had... Uh, he didn't combo as much, but his uh, special moves did a bit more damage. Yeah, stuff like that. He had a couple characters Plus, that, that never came back. Yeah, like well, I think, DJ. Well, I think, you know what? I think actually they all came back except for like Fei Long. Like Fei Long has not been in any of the like the recent Street Fighters, but I think like I even fucking was. I think like even like fucking T Hawk and DJ have been in shit. No, I thought Fei Long was in. God, I, don't even I know. know what I know. I know. Cammy's Cammy's been a mainstay ever since that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. She was like the one standout of the the four new ones. Mm-hmm. But Dan, he's my favorite all time character. <laughs> I think Dan was in that one. No, he wasn't. But, okay. I mean, that's my favorite Street Fighter. Okay. Super Street Fighter Two. But Dan is. Yeah, like, Dan I is. My Dan is the best Street Fighter character. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so who would you pick from Street Fighter Two and lower? Who, if you had that, if your go-to, Ryu's gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ken. You, you pronounce it Ryu? I always thought that was Ryu. I don't know. But I don't know either. I'm asking. Okay. Yeah, Ryu sucks. I pick Ken. <laughs> Which is the same goddamn character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, there it is. Yeah. That was didn't go very far. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the debate is settled. <laughs> My number two is based on a real tournament, but it's a movie, so I'm, I'm allowing it. I don't care what you guys think. Uh-huh. <laughs> the movie Miracle about the 1980 U.S. hockey team in the Olympics. I'll allow it. Nice. Yeah, you should allow it. It's a damn tournament, and it's a movie, therefore it counts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I would say 1980 hockey team, U.S. upsets the Soviet Union and others. To not even win the gold medal. I know. God, I hate that little fact of trivia. And then yeah, they beat Sweden in the fight. Or Finland. Finland. Like they should have gotten, on paper, they should have gotten trounced by both teams, right? Especially Soviet. I mean, the Soviets were pros. I mean, they were like, not even pros. They were beating NHL team, Like, NHL all-star teams, these guys were beating. Jeez. And the U.S. team was just college players. So, yes, they should have been destroyed, definitely by the Soviets. And also, like, Czechoslovakia and other teams in there. Yeah. The Finns, I'm not so sure about. Like... They may have had guys who eventually came on to be stars, like maybe like Yari Curry and guys who were on that team. I'm not sure, but uh, definitely the Soviets. I mean, they played them two other times, like in exhibition games. Yeah, they, like in Madison Square Garden stuff, and they got destroyed. Yeah. So, but anyway. And then one, one um, of the all-time calls from Al Michaels. Yes, but I was also going to say, I love me some, oh, Jesus, Kurt Russell and all his um, – Carpenter stuff, but this is right up there with it. His his portrayal of Herb Brooks is awesome in this movie. Um, really, I, I don't it. I don't really like uh, Kurt Russell's woodworking all that much myself. <laughs> what a funny guy! Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> anyway, Miracle. If you haven't seen it, even if you don't like hockey, I think you should watch it. It's a good it's a good movie. And the hockey players are. Except for the guys who have to do real acting, like the goalie is like an actual actor. But the rest of the guys, you could tell are actual, uh, not pro players, but they can know how to play, which I always res- I love when I watch Fucking sports right. movies. <laughs> so it's the goalie, yeah, goalie's you- the one guy, like, it doesn't matter, because he's always going to have yeah. the, the, the big mask on. <laughs> yeah, Goldberg. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Mario Ducks doesn't count. None of those kids can play hockey, or neither could Gordon Bombay. But in this movie, they could. Yeah, the triple deke. <laughs> Stick handling. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, watch it. I recommend it. And, uh, yeah. The, I learned a lot from it, too. Like, I didn't know the behind, like, back in the day, it's all just, well, even now. Uh, everyone who plays hockey in the United States is from Boston or Minnesota. And I like how they <laughs> they show that. Or, I would say 90% of the game of the United States. It's it's expanding, but even back then, it was worse. Yeah. Um, all right, Scott, number two. Uh, number two is from Bloodsport. The Kumite. Uh, again, the whole movie is based around uh, this tournament, and the, the ultimate goal is for Jean Claude Van Damme to win. Um, in between doing the splits and uh, <laughs> and demonstrating the dim mock, the deadliest blow in all of martial arts, uh-huh. uh, and creates one of the best memes ever, where they <laughs> they put a microphone in his hand and give Chong Lee uh, drumsticks. <laughs> and they make a gif out of it. Uh, oh, yeah. 
That was but awesome. uh, anyway, uh, Bloodsport, the Kumite, all the different fighting styles uh, was cool. Um, I mean, watching it now, it looks so fucking slow. Uh, they telegraph all their kicks and punches, and it's like the second or third to last fight that that Jean Claude Van Damme has, um, where him and like the the Muay Thai, the French Muay Thai guy. Oh yeah, they keep kicking each other in the armpits. Yeah, they're just fucking letting him like he's just letting him kick him in the ribs, like. No. <laughs> One kick to the rib, saw kick to the rib like that, and that would pretty much be it for you. Yeah, you might still win that fight, but the next one you'd barely be able to move. Yeah. Yeah, but come on, have you ever seen Rocky? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, like, like in the middle of that fight, he can keep going. But, like, he's not going to be able to yeah. walk, like, an hour after that fight's over. Oh, okay, I gotcha. Yeah. And this, and this part, he's got to, like, keep fighting, like, afterwards, so... Anyway, the Kumite, this uh, illicit underground fighting tournament. I think I mentioned this before. This is the one film that everybody loved when I was a kid, and I did not care for it. I thought it was stupid. I don't like Jean-Claude Van Damme. I think that's yeah. what it is. That ogre. I know. Yeah. Everyone's the blood sport, man, blood sport. Man. I'm going to watch Commando. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm going to go watch something more realistic. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, all right, Alex, number one. Fucking Better blood sport. Oh, God. Yeah. I hate you so much. Sorry, but that movie's awesome. It's like, uh, hey, there's an actual tournament in this, and people from all over the world fight, and he takes the coin from that dumbass guy that wants to steal Gracie Law from him. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell was Gracie Law doing? Nobody yeah. knows. <laughs> that's why this movie's amazing. And of course, it turns out that Frank Deuce was just a piece of shit. Yeah, his ass. Completely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everything like, was hundred percent full of shit. Yeah, uh, but it was he was a hell of a storyteller, and it became a hell of a movie. Yeah, so. Bolo Young bringing it back around. Yeah, hell yeah. With uh, Donald Donald Gibson, ogre. Yeah, yeah. The Gibbs, uh, a uh, young Forrest Whitaker too. Yeah, that's right. Horace Whitaker's kind of terrible. Oh, Pugula! <laughs> I just got uh, Black Panther came out on digital download the other day, and I watched it. And he's the worst part of Black Panther. <laughs> he ruined the Black Panther movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice, sorry. Scott. <laughs> uh, I like him in some movies, but the last few movies I've seen him in, not so good. Didn't didn't like him in uh, Rogue One. No, I just said, Woogaloo! It's the worst part of that. I like that movie, actually. And that, his scenes are just like, mm-hmm. oh, God. Saw Guerrero. All right. Uh, my number one is The Karate Kid. Easy decision. First one that came out to my mind. Not only is it an awesome tournament at the end of the movie, there's the awesome montage with an awesome song. Yeah. And everything is great about Karate Kid. Uh,. Brian and I, my, my brother, we used to reenact this every single time. <laughs> it's great. And there's the new show on YouTube, which I saw the first two episodes because they're free, but I haven't watched the rest yet, but I will. And I recommend it. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, yes. Starring one Johnny Lawrence and Daniel LaRusso. Um, but yeah, Karate Kid, uh, we've t- we did a whole episode on that, so I don't have to go into further. But that's, when I think of tournaments, I think of the All Valley High Karate Kid Tournament. 
Scott, number one. Uh, Sweet number one, same thing. Karate Kid, All Valley Tournament. Uh, awesome, as Jeff mentioned, awesome song, montage. Um, if you ever listen to the soundtrack, uh, it goes in from when uh, Miyagi is doing the working the mojo to fix his leg. <laughs> yeah. Uh, giving Daniel a big old placebo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then the that music is so fucking good in that final fight with John or that final round with Johnny, uh, where it, it builds up. And then, uh, yeah, he does, he's in a body yeah. bag. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, right yeah, before he does the crane kick, in the, sidelines. uh, the, the music crescendos into triumph. And then, uh, everybody rushes and lifts Daniel up and, uh, and then you just see Miyagi off to the side with like the, that huge smile on his face. Uh, he's, Beaming at, at Daniel. It's so good. Uh, yeah. It is. All Valley Tournament. It is. And just like you see, uh, it's just good. The bad guys, Cobra Kai, and the, and the good guy, Daniel. And then there's the other good guy, kind of, but eventually loses. But he's like he's kind of like the rogue guy, kind of Daniel is. Yeah. And there's sportsmanship at the end of it, too. Yeah. yeah you're all right, LaRusso. And then... Karate Kid 2 starts. <laughs> Just throws that all out the window. No, I like Karate Kid 2. But as I said, when you find out that Sensei is a, even worse than you even thought, he beats up his own student for getting second place. Yeah. It's terrible. So, But yeah, I, I was going to mention the news, but I was mentioning now. If you guys haven't watched, I recommend at least watching those first two episodes because they were good. And it's. Okay. Seeing Johnny and Daniel. I heard they basically got good. all the Cobra Kai guys back, right? I, I'm hoping I because I've only seen the first two and only so far it's only been those two characters. But I'm hoping you get to see okay. Dutch and Bobby and Tommy and is, is Martin Cove still around? Because that'd be awesome. I, don't know, I was wondering about that. Yeah, I was at first. I was like, oh, whatever, Mister Miyagi. And I was like, oh, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But that been <laughs> just get Jackie Chan instead. Yeah. <laughs> like even Elizabeth Shue. I don't know if she makes an appearance. That would be cool. Or even yeah. maybe the people from. Uh, they could have had all the other women that dump him. Come by. Yeah, I forgot her name from Karate Kid too, yeah. or maybe even um, the uh, the new Karate Kid. I forgot Hillary Swank. Swank, maybe, Swank maybe, yeah. Maybe she, oh, yeah. Could have had the, the super hot Japanese chick or the super hot redhead. Mm-hmm. But again, I'll dump him because he's a loser. Yeah. If Larusa doesn't end up with a plate of spaghetti on some white clothes in this YouTube series, I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> uh. Well, I gotta say, it definitely starts out where, like, he's kind of the asshole. Also, as he always was. I think that you mentioned, someone mentioned on the that chat. That was, like, was me. Yeah, like, he's kind of famous and he has, like, a car dealership, a chain of car dealerships, and Johnny's pretty much down on his luck. And it's just like, oh, you, you, you refer to Johnny, at least in the first couple episodes. I don't know how it goes. But, all right. Uh, that's it, right? Yeah. All right, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports? How long is this episode? Jesus Christ. (laughs) So. (laughs) Yeah, I better wrap this up. This time, I don't have so much news, but I have have questions. I have a question here, because. uh, Please, please ask away. Yeah, Jeff Jeff hates the San Jose Sharks, right? Right. Yes. They play the puck stick? Sure. Uh Hockey, hockey, yeah. That's right. Uh, what is in every, so does every sport have a, a team that generally just everybody just dislikes or hates? Pretty much. In all seriousness, the answer to that question is yes. 
<laughs> okay, so for hockey, what would you guys say? Is it San Jose? Is it the Ducks? No. Is it the Golden Knights? Probably hockey. Probably out of the four major sports, probably the as the least single. I guess it would have been the Red Wings. Correct me if I'm wrong here, Jeff. You know more. You know way more about it than I do. I mean, I I think it says with all sports at the time. There's different reasons they hate a team. Like one, if you're your your rival, right? So if you're in LA, you're gonna hate Northern California, right? Just like San Francisco, Northern California hates Southern California teams. If you're in New York, you hate Boston. Boston hates New York. Blah, blah, blah. But then there's like the teams that are like the Cowboys that are like America's team. Like fuck your America's team. You eat my ass. I ain't gonna root for you or whatever. <laughs> Patriots. Yeah, and then or or the teams that are really good and they're always winning, like you were mentioning with the Red Wings. So I, I don't. No, like in hockey, like as an American, I hate to hate anything Canadian just because <laughs> they're the center of the universe and like, like just the, basically Toronto. The rest of you guys are okay, and Montreal. <laughs> oh, you guys and and, and Vancouver is pretty bad too. <laughs> and and where, wherever uh, is it is it uh, listener William Grimwood from Canada, or am I thinking of somebody else? Uh, he might be. I think he is. I don't yeah. know. Where he's from. I think he's from Ontario, maybe. I don't okay, know. but he's. Whatever. I don't. I don't hold anything with Williams. I'm <laughs> and, just saying. And and British Columbia, and uh, oh, definitely Vancouver. I think Vancouver, <laughs> Toronto, and Montreal are the worst. And uh, and Nova Scotia. There's no teams in Nova Scotia. Saskatchewan. I, I'm not. There's no teams in Saskatchewan either. But Winnipeg, I could take or leave. Same thing with Calgary, and Edmonton, eh. And Ottawa's yeah, it's a shithole. So yeah, there it is. <laughs> I have I have nothing against this. Never year. having traveled or even really heard about Ottawa, I'm here to let you know Canada the places that you told. Yeah, I've never been anywhere. Right, I gotta say, like in hockey, I hate the Sharks because they're local. In baseball, I hate the Red Sox just because fuck Boston. And in in football, fuck the Patriots because fuck Boston. And the cheaters. And in basketball, fuck the Celtics. What are you got against Boston? Uh, yeah. you, you, they know what they are. So, so I think, uh, yeah, they they know what they did. <laughs> um, if there's if there's one team though, Alex, that like transcends it all, it would probably be the Yankees. Yeah, that's it probably what I, probably gets that's more what I just kind of global <laughs> uh, dislike. Um, but, but they get the of, global light too. Though. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's a shitless. But but I'm just saying, like, probably that team more than any other generates uh, irrational dislike. Yeah, but I would say ir- irrational like too. Yeah, it's like probably it, right? the pinstripes. I mean, they go they go together. But I'm I'm saying like if like the, the most recognizable hated brand, I guess. <laughs> mm. I don't. Maybe maybe in soccer it'd be something like that for like. Manchester United, or that's what I was going to say. Like a team uh, that I don't know anything about soccer, but I know them. So I, I, okay, I, like I know, them. I know, I, I know, know. In England, yeah, people hate. <laughs> well, they're willing to fight anybody who isn't part of their thing. But uh, the uh, yeah, <laughs> Manchester United in particular. But I wonder if it's like that for like Real Madrid um, in their respective league or whatever. When the UEFA start, stuff starts in, um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Okay, All right, that answers my question. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you're jaded by us because we live, we are we're Southern California sports fans, so we tend to hate certain things. But uh, if you ask a guy who's in Minnesota, he can care less about the Sharks, right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. As a grown up as Lakers fan, yeah, special dislike for Boston. So yeah, 
And an Angels fan. And an Angels fan. Yeah. So. Fuck Boston. Yeah. Yeah. On a personal note, I'd like to fuck Boston in the ass. <laughs> that sounded weird. <laughs> you know, it's, I've yeah, actually been to Boston and it was a great city and I loved it. And I went to two Red Sox games and everyone there was super nice. I had a good time. It's just all the jerk holes that come over here. Yeah, it's all the people that leave. <laughs> yeah, they come to. <laughs> there it is. All right. It's time for Neam News! Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. All right, we're, we're running along here, so uh, just toss out one piece of news. Uh, it has finally been confirmed after years and years and years of rumors and conjecture and uh, various people trying to work on getting it greenlit, I guess. Uh, but Bill and Ted's 3? Bill and Ted's 3. Is oh, indeed, shit, I thought you were kidding. It's indeed going to happen, according to, gonna to several uh, reputable <laughs> sources. Um, so yeah, it's, it's basically it. It's happening. Uh, <laughs> we've always joked that, uh, they couldn't get it done because Alex Winter was too busy. <laughs> um, apparently he found time in this schedule. Um, and the two yeah. of them are, were doing it. And there was a holding out for more money. Yeah. There was a picture. I, I don't know if there was, if this is related to the story or not, or like it was taken because of the story, but, uh, yeah, there's like a, a cool picture of, um, the two of them in a phone booth, um, like present day though. <laughs> you, got, yeah. you got grizzled Keanu and Alex Winter. This basically looks like a slightly older version than himself. The guy's actually yeah. hasn't aged too horribly. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I hope, I hope they don't take it too seriously. Um, <laughs> oh God, how yeah. could they? <laughs> I don't think so, but I, did you read about like uh, what the outline of the story is? Pretty much, no, I have not yet. Go ahead and fill us in, Alex. Yeah, it's uh, Bill and Ted, and they're you know in their forties, almost fifties, and they they're supposed to be this legendary band that brings the world together. But right. even stallion. at that age, they still haven't made it yet, <laughs> and they have to deal with that. I thought that's how the second good. movie ended. God, huh? God, rock and roll to like they were around the world, like people around the world are watching them in the second movie. Yeah, I know, but they still haven't made it yet. Ah. And and then they have to deal with that, and then their dads also, and their relationships. So it's it's uh, some grown up material, but I'm sure some time traveling goof antics are gonna happen. So so the first so the first movie was uh, about time travel. The second one was about uh, going from heaven to hell and back, and the whole spiritual thing. So I wonder mm-hmm. what like kind of the third meta theme is gonna be. It's finally growing up, maybe. Well, it's gotta be something like fantastical. Yeah. Uh, I have two questions. Is Missy, I mean, Mom, going to be in it? <laughs> I hope so. And what about Station? Station. Oh, what about Station? He better, oh, he be, better in be in it. Yeah. Yeah. Station, death. And what about the princesses? Do they ever marry those royal ugly dudes or what? Uh, no, they married Bill and Ted. That's why they have kids. Are they going to be in it? Uh, I don't Maybe. know. Maybe um, versions of of them, like them never, and um, maybe, but um, everyone's still alive except for Rufus. Yeah, unfortunately, no Rufus. So, I just hope they. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. But if they just went back and picked up the same people back in time again, just at the old versions, like old Napoleon and old <laughs> Billy the Kid, and, old Joan of Arc, <laughs> older. Oh, well, they could go get. Oh, they could man. go get uh, Al Lung to play Genghis Khan again. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> oh, yes, yeah. Jeff. What? I need you to I need you to call Keanu as soon as we're done here. Yeah. <laughs> let yeah, let him know. Gingo's phone number. We'll, we'll... He's mad about me. <laughs> we'll take care I of Alex Winter. I killed this dog. Yeah. 
Right, so yeah, that's that's my news. Uh, Alex, do you have anything else you want to talk about besides Bill and Ted's three? Uh, apparently, God of War is a really good game. I'm about I'm gonna start playing it next week, so uh, I hope it's good. All right. I hope. I mean, apparently, it's living up to the hype, so we'll see. Yep. Everybody, I know a lot of people that uh, played it, and they all seem to like it. So, what systems is that for? Only PS4. Only PS4. Unfortunately. Yeah. Exclusive. Well, Exclusivo. then, I will continue to play Destiny 2, the last <laughs> person on Earth to play it. <laughs> yep. It is your destiny. No. Uh, I, I haven't played anything in a while. so. And I have no news. My news was Karate Kid, so that's it for me. All right. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.